Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Beat it, rotten kid. <laughs> Give me my space. <laughs> He's like, oh, you don't want me standing right beside you? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me one hour, would you? Oh, how's your Monday? How, how's your Monday, buddy? It's going pretty good, man. We uh, uh, let's see, what did we do today? So we had uh, f- uh, French toast and bacon for breakfast. We had, um, I can't, uh, what do we have for lunch? I can't remember what we had for lunch, but we had uh, homemade hamburgers and, uh, and other things for lunch, which is <laughs> no. short term rememory. <laughs> rememory? No, it's, uh, uh yeah i am just twisted right now so we've been dipping into absolutely everything i mean you know all day long you kind of run around and do things for the kids right and you, mm-hmm. you, you do the swimming and you do the canoe rides and and then you do the you know the fishing and then you go into town and you know everything's kind of for the kids and then once you get to right after dinner it's like okay so dad's going to open up a beer and uh, dad's going to roll up a uh, big fat one here and he's going to chill out listen to some uh, tragically hip and the kids are kind of reading their books and you know why he's got a handful of those little handheld battery operated games so he's kind of playing on those a little bit everybody's kind of zoning out it's been a long day right like when you're out here Come eight o'clock in the morning, a little bit slower, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, by eight o'clock in the morning, you think that you've been sleeping since till 10 or 11. So you get up and then you're like, oh, it's only five after eight. Like, I didn't really even sleep in. And then, uh, you know, by noon, it's almost been a full day already. And then uh, we went into town and we had to get some more snacks because the kids are burning through snacks, you know, like typical kids. And, uh, had a great swim and did a little fishing and, you know, we did a little bit of everything today. I've been fighting with my solar panel and my battery. So (laughs) I either got a bad solar panel or I got a bad battery, but now I know why these guys have two and three sets of solar panels for their battery, because one is just taking for absolute ever to charge this thing up. So it's almost like, yeah, for sure, man. Well, and you know, and the worst part is, is that like, as soon as you turn the battery on, uh, in the trailer, a radio comes on, a backup light comes on, an outlet comes on, the timer on the microwave comes on, a sensor comes on. So, you know, all of that's drawing power. 
So when you do the math, the fridge should run on propane and on one full battery charge, I should get uh, 26 hours. So all I need when I do my math is one of these uh, eight and a half amp um, solar panels and that'll do it in four or five hours, charge it right up. But because the radio is on, the microwave is on, a light is on, you know, all these little things. And the fridge is constantly pulling energy, right? Oh, yeah. So it's draining it in about 10 hours and then it's draining it completely. So then in the middle of the night, it's going out and then it takes all day to try. Uh, You know what? We go into town tomorrow and uh, we got to go to uh, we we drive into uh, Kenora. So it's about half hour, 45 minutes away. And we're going to go into uh, Walmart and get our groceries. And I'm going to run into the uh, Canadian Tire. I checked online. They have uh, a handful more of these solar panels and I'm going to get another panel because I've got to double the speed just to keep up with it. I've been going through the uh, trailer and disconnecting things like the radio was just a little power clip at the back. Uh, the set, the, um, the low battery sensor. That's, that's awesome. That thing is drawing power constantly and getting ready to tell you that it's going to have a low battery. Yeah. Unplug that. The uh, microwave, we unplugged that. Like, I finally have gone and stopped everything else. I just need the fridge. The life lamp, buddy, the life of a glamper. Right? I just need the fridge, and, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll, I'll do it here. Oh, there we go. So I just oh. need the fridge to run on propane, and that's what it does. And it gets ice cold, man. I mean, seriously, it freezes stuff. But then after about uh, seven hours, the battery goes completely dead, and you got to turn it off, and it takes all day to to charge that fucking battery again. Yeah. So I'm going in tomorrow, and I'm going to cut the time in half. I've had it. I've been fooling around too long with it. Have you got your guitar handy? I do. Okay, let's do it. All right. May back Not the one with hair but with an envelope Oh, that was like the uh, deluxe version. <laughs> it was long, drawn out, and the wrong notes. It was fantastic. I That's or at least a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple of for Mailbag uh, Monday. Uh, first question I have is, uh, how do you feel about Jordan Love as a viable backup? And I feel great. I feel fantastic as a viable backup. I even feel great as him as a starter. We tell why, okay? When we get into the first preseason game of the year, we're not game planning. We are play planning. Okay. And the difference is, is we don't care if we beat San Francisco. I mean, in the back of your heads, you always want to beat the guy. But at the same time, you're in there going, I need to get these 12 plays to these six guys. I need to try these guys on different coverages and routes and stuff. Jordan Love did just fine. And when you're going to throw interceptions, you're going to throw them in preseason and practice when it doesn't matter. They were out there. I mean, geez, he's throwing to Torre and Dobbs and then a whole bunch of guys who aren't going to be there after tomorrow's cuts and people are already up in arms, right? Uh, here, the best one is, uh, oh, uh, Pickens is better than, uh, you know, they should have picked Pickens. Listen, Dobbs had the same stats as Pickens. 
I swear to God that, like I said, I was not going to engage with morons. And first off, the person that commented that initially was a 49er fan. So fuck you. Like, credentialed or not, she's a 49er fan. And that was it. I, I, I literally just responded, just before we anoint George Pickens the next Jerry Rice, they were both three for 45 and a touchdown. Simple as that. Dude. Like, they did the exact same stat line. Okay, I get it. If you want to nitpick and say that Jordan uh, Love missed, well, you know, Dobbs had two drops and, you know, the two interceptions, one of them was probably on Dobbs. But again, if the pass would have Dobbs is wide open, dude. Dobbs is doing fine. This is a preseason game. And it's just, why can't you just stay in your own little world and say, George Pickens is really fucking good. Why do they keep doing this right where they just they have to poke the bear because they know that Packer fans are going to get all riled up I mean they're, they're comparing him to a guy who hasn't even fucking played in the preseason yet who just barely came off of the pup and, hey, and he wouldn't have and he wouldn't have played he wouldn't have played he's a, he's almost a guaranteed starter right like he wouldn't have played this is it's this is this is play planning not game planning everybody take a deep deep breath Jordan Love is going to be just fine. And you know how I know this? Because Randall Carb, Cobb, Carb, <laughs> Randall Cobb, Lazar, Lewis, Tunyon, Jones, Watson, Watkins, they're not going to run the wrong routes. They're not going to take plays off. They're professionals. What do we not play 32 players or whatever? Right? Like, come on. Come on. If this was game one of the season i would say you know what we got some issues but we don't even have starters out there can you imagine dobbs instead of being on their number one being on their number four come on come on come on and, and picking there's an anointing pickens who the fuck is throwing the pickens i mean seriously like i said man randall aaron Rodgers would make me okay a 40 something fat guy look good out there, okay that's it. just what it is. It's just how it is. Okay. Everybody just deep breath. Okay. The only, the only uh, set of players that were actually out there and, you know, plays were counting and things like that was the special teams. Special teams would be working. Special teams would be working because they're trying to get it without any of our. So, you know, it, it's going to be inevitable that we're going to have guys like and Douglas and you know we're gonna have some guys out there maybe even Lazar right we're gonna have some guys that are can run around on special teams but there's no reason for us to all of a sudden oh, Jordan, Jordan relax Jordan looked really good he was zipping the ball in there looked like he had confidence was standing in the pocket pretty good his footwork was a little off and he looked like definitely it was the first preseason of the game for a guy who was a backup it definitely did it looked exactly the way it was supposed to do chill pill <laughs> i agree yeah i'm just i'm holding off judgment man on him until we actually have to see him starter this at this point i just i don't care we're not gonna see him this year we're not gonna see him this year what are you worried about everyone oh, he's got a whole year deep just, breath at fucking justin fields oh justin fields threw a touchdown to no just justin fields did not look very good in his first preseason game the other day okay i think would he go four for seven or something come on come on just answer everybody when they're talking shit about Jordan Love. Just say Jordan, uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not Jordan Love. Just put, just answer Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Yeah. 
it, it's not a, it's a non-issue right now. Who the fuck cares? Like, I don't. It's like, the I, seeker. It's the seeker. You know what the seeker is? The seeker is the new jugs machine they got, okay? That's who's behind Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't fucking matter. It's Aaron Rodgers. That's right, dude. doesn't matter. It's just it's Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers. MVP. <laughs> All right. I've got a, I've got a question for us from uh, Bartman12. Bartman12 asked this. Who's our favorite current Packer to watch right now? You want me to go first? Oh, yeah, you go first, buddy. I like to watch Jair and Stokes work. And on the offense, I like to watch the backs work and the tight ends. So I'm going to go with Jair, Stokes, Jones, Dylan, and Tanyan Lewis. Those guys are the nitty-gritty guys, the ones that are hard-hitting. Those are the positions that uh, I like. So I I watch them. I'm going to continue with my just love and man crush for Aaron Jones, dude. But that man is just, he's so electric with the ball in his hands. Like every time you see him on the field and you get the ball, you know, he has a possibility to take it to the house. And that's exciting for me to watch. So that's why I enjoy watching him. And on the defensive side, dude, I love guys that just get after the quarterback. I love the way Rashawn Gary played last year. And I cannot wait to see how big of an ass in a tear in quarterbacks and offense lines this year. So those are my two. Yeah. Uh, I love Gary. I just, his attitude is amazing. And then having a guy who can take the house at any point is also my favorites. Absolutely. Easy. Mailbag was easy. Slam that bitch. Done. <laughs> I'm going to have to say this now just in case it's not just me, but you're coming across as Max Hedron. So I apologize to everyone if Matt's voice goes Max Hedron. Max, Max, Max Hedron. We do have some news, don't we, though, on guys coming off of the pup, buddy. This is huge news. Well, and this is uh, happy and concerning. Okay. Because I see it as happy for a specific reason. So let's. Okay, let's talk about who's coming back. You give me your concerns, and I'll give you the happy. So okay, okay. So here's my concern. Mm-hmm. Where where's Bakhtiari? Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, there. He is not. He's starting on the pup. He's probably being moved to IR, and will be out the first six weeks of the season. Right. Like this is not good. This is not good, folks. And I'm, I know Carla right now is probably throwing her drink across the room and she's swearing in Spanish. I know that some people are going to say, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, I don't. But I can tell you this. If he's not coming off the pop here uh, before Jenkins, I mean, this is not good. This means he is, he is still really hurt. I mean, Jenkins was going around with the number ones. It was jogging speed today. But as a coach and as a player, when the guy's out there, that means he's getting ready. That means he's getting ready. We've still got three more weeks for the season yet. So is it possible possible Jenkins starts week one? Right now it is possible. So here's what's going to happen, right? So I was looking at this in the timing to the day. It is literally 21 days 
or three weeks to the day that they activated these three guys, which basically means when you when you take somebody off of Pup, and we're talking just in case, and obviously everybody knows, but it's Tanyan, Watson, and Eldon Jenkins all came back two days specifically from the Pup list. And the reason they do that is that the team now has started the clock. And if you start the clock on them taking off of the Pup, you have exactly three weeks, which is what, exactly what we are from the beginning of the season to either activate them and put them on the 53 or send them to IR. So the anticipation by them activating now and starting the clock for me is that they are 100% or pretty much 100% confident that these three guys are going to be available week one. That's how I took the exact date and the timing of how the pup works with active or IR. And on the flip side of that, Matt, like you said, dude, they are not anticipating Bach back at all. He's going to start on the pup and he, we're not, if, if, if we see him, it, it is in line with what our resident doc had said, which is probably sometime in o- mid-October to the beginning of November because of that re-injury that happened in April in the timeline of that additional injury to the ACL. So we're going to see these three guys at the beginning of the season. It might be limited action, but imagine having how much this offensive line changes, bringing Eldon Jenkins and putting him at left tackle right off the bat. Right tackle. I don't. I think they'll put him at left, and I think they'll. No, he's been playing. He played right tackle. Newman moved into uh, right guard. With the issues that we have, well, that makes sense. So you think they're comfortable enough with Yash at the left and Runyon in mind? Yeah, well, that's what that's what that that's what pissed everybody off, right? Is that is that they changed it up after Yash was playing left tackle the whole time? I mean, you gotta you gotta go with the girl that you brought to the dance, right? Like she's the one that brought you, and and they got rid of Nyman. I think you got to put Nyman in there, and you know what? I I have a hard time believing, and I'm and I, and I say this with love in my heart. I have a hard time believing that we get to week six or week seven and Bakhtiari comes back. That that's the hope, buddy. And if not, this is a long term. This is gonna turn into and I'm not saying Zagarius in the sense of the asshole trader. I'm saying injury where he's not played an entire fucking year. He's not gonna play in two years. There's a big, huge chunk of money due to him next year if he cannot make it back and actually do some sort of contribution as much as we love Bakhtiari I have a feeling he's going to be off the team because if he's not back by week six contributing and hey, he's hey. healthy I think Rogers Rogers won't be around yeah that's what I'm Rogers saying Rogers won't be around to protect him yep so you know uh, I, I hope Bakhtiari comes back quick I want him back right away but Terrible, terrible news. Terrible news. Tunyon back. Christian Watson out there running around looking pretty good. I think it's going to be pretty freaking good for the Packers this year. I'm not worried. Like, you know, I keep talking about this even after the first preseason game. I love what I saw out of the offensive line. I loved our edge rusher depth. The guys on the very back end of the roster trying to fight those rotational pieces we're getting after the quarterback man you know so offensive line only allowing four hurries the entire day on Jordan Love you know and on on the defensive side and there's a little concern with the safety thing but it looks like Vernon Scott has taken that third spot and he can probably step up just in case something happens to Amos and Savage but again we just 
we don't know what we have and people are overreacting to the fact that we didn't do anything, but I'm a little bit more comfortable, especially with this wide receiver room, because I genuinely do believe that between Lazard, I mean, they were running 21 today and guess who was out there doing Lazard and Dobbs playing 21. Like that, that was the formation. So two wide receiver set wasn't Randall Cobb. It was not, it was Romeo Dobbs and Alan Lazard in 21. So it, it just, it, it's showing you how much experience they're trying to give them right now. And I can't wait for this weekend. Are they, and, and they're practicing against the saints, correct? So yeah. um, it's always nice to go against live action as long as guys aren't trying to show off from the other team to hurt people. No, there's always a fight. There's always a fight. Yeah. But, and, and the fight is usually with the guys that aren't going to make the 53 anyway. Yep. Do you anticipate any type? So let's put it this way. Let, let's kind of do little crystal ball, Matt predictions. Do you expect any type of different looks from the Packers in terms of personnel from last week to this week? Do you, or do you still expect yes. it all 32 guys? No, I think. I think we're going to start to see some of the backups get worked in. I mean, Quay Walker played his first preseason game. That was notable, right? Uh, Randy Ramsey got uh, cut. Uh, Schneider got cut. Uh, Ramsey getting cut was a little bit disappointing for me. I kind of liked Ramsey. But, I mean, Quay Walker, Barnes, Ramsey, I mean, you know, we got to make room somewhere. I hope Ramsey gets on somewhere. And uh, I think it was just consistency he was kind of missing. He, he would have uh, sparks. But uh, Quay Walker playing his first uh, preseason game. Apparently, he looked pretty good. I, of course, I didn't see it. I'd love to uh, uh, sit down and watch uh, some highlights, uh, some game film, see if he uh, played his role. I know that uh, in, on uh, family night and in practices, I've seen the game film. And uh, him and Devontae are already side by side. Like this is already going to be a really great pairing. I can't wait for. Yeah. You know, the conclusion that I have with Kawhi Walker is that we now have two linebackers side by side that can cover sidelines. Like just doesn't matter. You have two guys in the middle that can cover from the middle to the sideline almost immediately and are just fantastic in coverage. That's what it looks like, man. The biggest takeaway. I'm looking forward to and that I have is I love the fact that this defense is all rallying around the ball. So the guy, the first guy might not get there, which is a lot of what would happen right. And then they break these huge ass runs right now. What you see is a bunch of guys just swarming the ball and that's being led by guys like Devondre Campbell on, on the starting line. But when Kwai was out there, that was, that's what was happening when you had all of these guys rallying to the ball it's these young studs that are starting to push that. So it's that attitude of we're going to rally to the ball. We're not going to let you get more than, yeah, you're going to get yours, right? But you're not going to get more than what we're getting. And um, it's just, it, it's really exciting. This defense is starting to look because what's going to make this defense top five defense for me is not the starters, which automatically make it a top five defense for me, just because we are so, so good at those positions. But it's when Kenny Clark has to take a breather, when Devondre Campbell has to take a breather, when anybody needs to take a breather, that you can step somebody in and rotate people in on that defensive end or that defense, you know, the interior on the edge with that line to rotate guys in that are putting pressure on the quarterback back like Egnick Barr did um, this last game. 
that's what's going to make this defense elite. I mean, we've already got a good defense, good to great defense, and what's going to make them elite and that top five defense that we're all hoping they are is the depth, and that's what I'm looking at, except for the back end. I'm a little bit concerned on the back end, but, dude, our trenches are just solid. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think we're pretty good. You know, uh, those naysayers that are out there that are already judging, like, listen, you can't, you can't take a look at it, and these coaches can't take a look at, okay, the first preseason game. Nobody's losing their job because of the first preseason game, period. So zip of the lippa and uh, <laughs> zip of the lippa and just chill out because uh, we, we got three more weeks here. We're good. We're good. Yeah. The only thing, you know, obviously that we brought in a new kicker here who apparently Dobbs now has like, the coach's year and the player's year because that that's it. He played with Dobbs. So the kicker that we just brought in is, it is one of Dobbs's buddies. So let's hope that this kid, and I'm not talking about replacing Mason, but we don't know what we have in Mason, but he has to have some legitimate competition at some point, man, because we see with him. So, you know, in getting rid of Ramsey and bringing in whatever, I'm not like the tight end that we brought in, has had zero he's had one target and zero catches in his career back in 2020 uh you know he signed with the buffalo bills didn't make the team and then came to carolina so cutting players like that like i understand like i get it like i don't know why you would cut ramsey to a player like that maybe give him a shot to find some you know find a roster somewhere give him a, a little bit more opportunities opposed to what being one of those last cuts and letting him show up in somebody else's camp but the kicking component of it i mean you know mason crosby's still on the pup bro so i mean yeah. we need a kicker and this kid you know i looked at his stats 50 percent goal you know he's a little over 50 percent, so not great bob but i mean what dude if we can't make a field goal <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. And you know what? I have faith. I have faith in the fact that we should take a break. Halftime. Brussels in Belgium. Central Illinois. LA, California. Nova Scotia. Las Vegas, Nevada. Northern Wisconsin. Sweden. Sheffield. Lynn, Michigan. Louisville, Kentucky. Seattle. Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. Chicago, Illinois. Granger, Indiana. From Melbourne, Australia. Omaha, Nebraska. Cincinnati. From Ohio. Nebraska. San Diego. From Willow Springs, Illinois. California. Nebraska. From Northern Michigan. Austin, Texas. California. LA, California. Turkey. Kansas City. Indianapolis, Indiana. Southern Cali. And you were listening to Packers Without Borders. Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People move into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to Paris, do a show, watch the blow in the spotlight. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on TeePublic, Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. Destiny is a rising sun. 
This is your I Jimmy Cheese Butt. TJ Williams. Doran Starter Gun. Shelly. Reed. Randy McGray. Peter Nebels. Mick. Baby. Alex Brown. Matt Stevenson. What's up? Matt Ramage. Andrew Falk. Matt Kuhneman. It's Eric. Bruce Banker. Matt. Matt Fraley. Chris. Chris McLeod. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Luke Solid. Kristen. Kimmy. Coach Juan. Colton Moore. Dave Robbins. Kirby D. Frog. Kelly Bruner. Eric. Luke Solid. Jeremy. Jimmy Cheese Butt. Jimmy. Bales of Hay. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. I'll find a What's your name, little girl? What's your name? And we're back. And we're back. That was a long break. That was a long break. I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long break. Yeah, we're look. I mean, we've got we've got enough time here to kind of dive into this next weekend's preseason game let's see what starts shaping up but you know i'm really enjoying quite honestly andy herman's doing a great job um even rob Domofsky, who i can't just whatever at least in terms of updates of what's going on in practice it's been pretty fun to follow those twitter feeds during practice man so we'll have some stuff to talk about by wednesday um do you want to start off with the final spot of the fantasy football trivia question i, I gave a good one yeah had some trouble finding that one which is what i did on yeah. purpose yes yes it was a difficult one mine will be also difficult here we go get your pens and paper ready folks this is spot 12 of the fantasy football annual fantasy football league for the Packers without borders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was 10 and there was 11 and then now we're down to 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing voices, but my eyes, they don't deceive me. Yeah. The 12-12 pick. Fantasy football. Here's the question. All-time leader for touchdowns for the Packers receptions. All-time leader, touchdowns, reception, Packers. This is an easy one. This is a softball. Packers without borders at Outlook.com. Pack, uh, at Borders Packers on uh, Twitter. DM us. Uh, Instagram Packers without borders. Facebook Packers without borders. Bruce's home phone number, 915-555-Klondike31. Give him a call. All hours. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, we've added a new prize. To the to the championship care package winner, we're actually going. What are we what are we giving away so far? Hold on, what are we giving away so far? So the recap is: we've got a little Ziploc bag of uh, melted peanut butter, not crunchy, right? Yeah, smooth, smooth, because that's glassier. Yeah, glassier, of course. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> We know we know low class bitches here. <laughs> what else? Okay. Okay. And then and then the Kojak waxing from Kevin. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and now wait, wait, and and the awkward back rub from Dave. Oh, that's right. The awkward back rub from Dave who has nice hairy hands. Mm-hmm. He puts the lotion in the basket and then rubs it <laughs> off the skin, of course. <laughs> They're they're unusually damp. <laughs> damp Dave hand massage. <laughs> I'll go good with the peanut butter. You can eat the peanut butter. 
Oh, you, you need to be a butter pie. He's rubbing your your back. Oh, oh, you smell like penis. Did he say peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> and guess what, dude? I found, I, I got my trimmer replaced. And the old one had like this old rusty blade that just pulls on the hairs. So if anybody needs that, I think I'm going to throw that in there for them too, man. I'm just going to go in and throw in a nice little... uh like a, like a Remington, you know, but it's just, it's old and rusty and, you know, that way if people need to shave their arms or their legs or shave off the hair before Dave gets in there and starts working them, they can, they can go ahead and trim themselves with a. This with is a, ideal. This is ideal for Canadians because a tetanus shot is free in Canada. So there you go. And, you know, maybe Manscaped will hook us up and help, help us out here. But until then, we're just, you're just going to get a rusty fucking Remington. That sounds that sounds uh, great, G R A T E L E E big mailbag. You're gonna you're gonna put you're gonna you're gonna be like grating your balls on a cheese grater. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Terribleness. Terrible. So what's going on at your house? What's 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 happening these days? What's happening? Should I take a deep breath? I I don't think you need to get into every little thing, right? I mean, uh, there's something that, uh, you know, we don't need to share on here. No, there's private stuff. But I think ultimately what I want people to understand and something that's really important is that regardless of what's going on, like this is kind of the message that I'm trying to give out to people because, you know, everybody goes through phases. There's ups, downs, sideways. Going through changes. Exactly, man. And this last week was such a strain on me. Not not just, and it's not, my family's fine, dude. Everything's good. It's just day-to-day stuff that goes on that might have gone a little bit further than, than it should with three daughters and a wife and a fucking job and everything else. But just understanding that stress is a killer, man. And you need to know how to voice and open up and talk to people about this stuff. I mean, I, I just, you know, publicly, I try not to say too much, Matt, you and I talk quite a bit, but I just want to tell people that it's extremely important that you voice what you're feeling and do not let stuff dig up inside, which is a tendency of something that I have to do. I mean, you and I talk, Matt, but I also hold in a lot of stuff until I finally fucking explode. And so weeks like this last one after, a lot of stress going on it just kind of got to me, man. Like I actually had to go to the cardiologist today. And by the way, my EKG was, he, he literally said my EKG was exceptional. Like, he's like, dude, this is like textbook, like for a teacher, this is what an EKG should look like. So my heart is fine. But he also said, because of COVID, like the chest pains that I was feeling and stuff besides stress and that I broke out in fucking hives because of stress. So it's not family related. It's not, it's just stress related in general. Um, he just basically said that there is a condition from COVID and, you know, I had COVID a couple months ago that when the stress kicks on your, uh, your autoimmune system and your body starts kicking in to try to fight the infection itself. And what it does is it creates kind of, it can either be on your lungs, on your heart, like a little bit of, it, it almost feels like pressure, but it's not that it's just kind of like 
like the lining of your heart and stuff because the body's attacking it that kind of hardens a little bit. So it feels like you're having a heart attack or it feels like you're you're not feeling very well. But all it is is just taking some muscle relax to relax the muscles. But dude, I mean that that this is the first time and you and I being dads man in our forties, I think this is something that I, I just want every forty man, forty year old man out there to know that is as good as I feel and as good as life is and everything is there come moments in life where there's like this stress thing and we're getting to that age where you need to go take a look at yourself. And as soon as I didn't feel good, I went to my cardio, got my test. I'm going to do a stress test on, on Friday. I'm going to get a bunch of lab work done, which I've never done in my life before, man. I mean, I'm actually going to have to get the Monday wag. Now I'm going to do a little prostate check, all of that stuff, man. Like I just, I need to make sure I'm okay, dude. Because it scared me for the first time on Saturday, man. After I talked to you, you know this, and we talked about this. Like, this was the first time where, I, holy fuck, I don't feel young, you know? That's why I like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like drugs, because they make me feel young again. Young again. Uh, Listen, stress is fucking a killer, Okay. And we are as soon as you get past that 35 to 38 range, you start to hear stories about friends or people that you went to high school with that just passed away. Like I, I knew I knew of a guy uh, named Flint who uh, the guy didn't smoke. He didn't do drugs. Uh, he worked at the YMCA. He worked with kids. He played basketball. He went running and, you know, all of this other stuff. Right. Kept himself in great shape. Died of a heart attack. Just just right, like right out of the blue, right? Like you get to a certain age where from here on in, if, you know, I'm there, you're there, Bruce, and anybody over the age of basically 35 is there where if you die, if you, you know, oh yeah, I know there's something wrong in his brain, done. Uh, Had a heart attack, done, right? They just, people just shrug their shoulders and keep moving forward, right? We need to bring some awareness in because it was, and luckily my... I'm almost even thinking of asking my cardiologist buddy to hop on because the way he explained it to me, Matt, there's two types of heart attacks that happen, right? So there's the, you stress yourself and you start feeling chest pain. So it's kind of like letting you know, and if you don't address it, then you have a heart attack, right? Like it's, it's kind of slow moving, but you know, it's there, but you're kind of ignoring the signs. Don't ignore the signs. Do what I did. Go to the doctor and say, fuck, what the hell's going on? The second one is where your cholesterol, your bad cholesterol is above 200. And a lot of us, and and bad cholesterol does not mean that you're like this obese person. It just means that within your body, you know, your fat ratio in terms of what's good cholesterol versus bad cholesterol is, is accumulating. So you need to make sure to do an LDL or something. Just get your lab work done. Because what he says is the problem is that once you start straining your heart, like all the blood flow and everything's perfect. So you don't have those like slow kind of burning. You can set the heart attack coming. Those those instant heart attacks. What happens is your cholesterol levels are so high on the bad cholesterol that you strain yourself all of a sudden. And what happens is some of the cholesterol just kind of unhinges from the, one of your veins or one of your arteries and it comes off and it, it's, it just basically loosens and then it blocks it and that instant heart attack and those are the deadly ones dude so that's why he's asking me to do the labs and and i really i do man i want dude i and i know you do you take care of yourself dude like we're pretty active dude but just if you feel anything if you know anything just go get your shit taken care of we're, we're not young pups anymore Some, sometimes i feel a swelling <laughs> <laughs> no 
Just a slight swelling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, my, my wife's uncle, this was probably, I'm going to say 15 years ago. My wife's uncle's great guy, um, played golf. The guy, uh, had leukemia once beat it. Uh, he got leukemia again the second time. The second time that it uh, came back, unfortunately, it uh, took him. And a few days before he passed, I was lucky enough to uh, talk to him. I spent a couple of summers with this guy playing golf with him dang near every day. I mean, I probably played 100, 120 rounds of golf with this guy. Great guy. And uh, he said something to me that changed my life. And that was when I said, you know, is there any advice that you could give me? Cause he knew this was it. This was, he was on his way out. And he said, you know what? I don't wish I spent more time at work. Mm-hmm. And that was profound. That changed my world. I said, wait a minute, I have to stop. We need to work to live, not live to work. And some of us have these jobs where we're constantly working 24 seven, we answer emails from the boss on the weekend. We answer their calls in the evening. We, we, you know, we, we go out of our way to take time away from our family to do this. And then, you know, we wonder why we're ultimately uber stressed, right? Mm -hmm. I get, I get a couple of different looks from some people who go, what do you mean you take off to the lake? During the summer, you know, a landscaping property maintenance business, that's your busiest time. It's like, yeah, but that's the time my kids have off. And that's the time I'm going to take with my kids. And I'm not here. My ultimate goal isn't to make a hundred million dollars. My ultimate goal is to feed my kids, house them and enjoy them. Right. This is, this is the time. This is it. Before you know it, I'm going to be 90 years old in a nursing home. Shit in your pants. Cracking beers and crapping my pants. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, there, there's so much advice that we try to give on here, man. And that's the thing, you know, I think one of the biggest downfalls, and I'm going to say this, dude, is the fact that I had to close my business. You know, that gave me a lot of freedom and a lot of a lot of time that I needed for me to have to take a corporate job to make ends meet, dude. And that has been absolutely like I had to turn back into that person that I had left 13 years ago. You know, the, the whole having to, and it's not even, well, it's just understanding that my family comes first before it's like God family and then everything else, man. And that's right now. It's like everything else is kind of taking, it's like God, everything else. And then the family's there, but I'm like not present as much as I should be. And it's putting stress on my family, putting stress on me. And it's exactly, that's the best advice you can possibly give somebody. dude. I've, I've said no to so many jobs in my life because of this undue stress that I knew it was going to cause. And it's just, it happens, man. Like it's just making sure that your priorities are straight. Like we just talked to my kids yesterday and we told them like, don't expect us to leave you other than like a badass education. Don't ex- expect us to leave you anything. Like we might leave you something, but don't expect anything. Right. Like, cause my wife and I are like, once the kids are pretty much at that age and they're in college, it's pretty much going to be 
like, we're going to worry about you. That's great. You're still our kids, but guess what? <laughs> go have fucking fun because I'd like to reconnect with my wife and go have a good time with her for the remainder of my life instead of stressing that out over what you guys are doing. Like, we'll take care of them, and obviously they'll always have a safety net because that's what we're going to do parents, right? We're not going to abandon them. But at the same time, it's like setting the limits and the precedent to say, look, I dedicated my 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 basically my best years to you at this point, right? Like my my physically working years to you. And now that I'm older, like it's time for me to enjoy my wife. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. There comes a point where you need to draw the line and say family first over money all the time. And, and that has to be all the time because it just comes naturally when you do that. Yeah, I've explained to my kids that I'm taking it all with me. If your mother goes first, I'm going down in a big pile of cocaine and prostitutes. <laughs> if I go down first, it's going to be Italian pool boys, <laughs> right? Exactly. They'll, they'll be your new daddy, right? Like they they got to be able to feed, they got to be able to fend for themselves. They've got to be able to push forward. I mean, I'm going to give them a full education, full ride. I mean, I'm going to give them a leg up like I never had a leg up. So if you can't make it work from where I'm leaving you, then there's an issue with you. Yeah, that's that's not a me problem. That's not a society problem. That's a you problem. Right? Because I grew up so poor. I mean, man, we had to save up to be poor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like it was it was it was beyond. I mean, there was there was three of us. My 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 poor mom making less than minimum wage there was three of us in a two-bedroom apartment right like four of us in total three kids mom making minimum wage in a little three-bedroom apartment and i came from there to where i am now if you can't make it after i give you a university degree then that's a you issue right and i'm going to teach my kids that the only thing holding the only one holding you back is you and that's that, it. That's that, it. That's it. That's that's the end of it. That's the end. Yeah. Period T. Because, yeah. you know, life offers you opportunities and all, you know, like and we're not going to get into the political side of immigration. But the reason that everybody wants to come to the United States is because it's the land. They say it, the land of opportunity, not the opportunity that you're going to be fucking filthy rich the, the second you step on soil here. Or if you go to Canada, these that have an opportunity what it is is if you're willing to work and you're really going to put in the time and you're willing to do what you need to do the country's offering the opportunity to become successful now if you decide that you want everything handed to you and you don't want to work for anything then nothing's going to be handed to you and you're not going to be successful and you're going to struggle through fucking life like you need to the opportunity is there for you to seize it if you want it's just either grabbing your vagina or your balls or whatever you want to call it right to, to grow act. some ovaries yeah grab your ovary <laughs> grab your ball to actually take that leap you don't know how many friends of mine you know that now that like i own my own business i'm in corporate but i'm like like i'm putting together a plan to go on my own again like people are like i wish i had the guts to do that then fucking do it man like there's nothing holding you back from your dream and what you want to do and yes there's stress that comes along with it just like with me but ultimately i know in the long run i'm going to be a lot better off for it but don't be afraid to take a chance and that's what i want for my kids like don't bet, be afraid don't be afraid bet on yourself bet on yourself bet on yourself put your money on you that's it put yeah. your money on you because you're not going to let yourself down because you're you you know 
listen, this is the hill I got to climb. These are the steps I got to take. I got to get all of this done. I have to do this. Bet on you. You won't let yourself down. 100%, dude. There, there's no other way. And that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to explain to my wife, who's never been like me in the sense of taking, you know, I've always kind of been the one who's worked and the one who's handled everything. And she works and she contributes. But to let all of that go for her is like this new concept. And for me, it's like, dude, like, we're going to put our money into this. And our 24-hour job is going to be successful because a business is successful is how much time you put into it. You're a testament to that, bro. Like, fuck, dude, if somebody doesn't show up to work, who's there? Not somebody else. Get the work not get past. Like, you're the one here setting the standard and doing everything. And that's the way I've worked, too. But, yeah, man, I just, that I want my kids to be real clear with that as well. It's like, dude, you're not going to You need to work for whatever it is that you want. You know, and, I, and I've told my kids this before when they're feeling a little down and they're feeling like they can't take the reins. I look at them dead in the eye and I go, the same blood that's in me is in, is in you. And we are born here to be leaders, not followers. We go forward. And when we fail, we grab, we pick ourselves up and we go forward again confidently, knowing that we're not going to stop. And there isn't anybody. Maybe that guy did it a little faster. Maybe that guy did it this way. Maybe, you know, whatever. But nobody's going to outwork us. No one. 100%. Yeah. What else can we say about that, man? I just- Motivation Monday. Motivation Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're always, we're always available. It's not like we always give good advice or anything but this is what this pod is man not it's not only i've told you this and i've told everybody a hundred times this is therapy for me as well like it's it's a way for me to kind of think think through talk it through and and practice what we preach right because a lot of times there's a lot of people that talk shit and ultimately when you look at them and they're like yeah i don't know how much i'm going to believe what you're fucking telling me but for me it's you know you got to live by the words that we preach and it always helps to kind of bring this up but you know guys please gals as well go get your annual checkups go get checked up if you feel something's going on because you know stress is the silent killer hype that causes hypertension which causes diabetes and causes heart attack just you're feeling any type of stress mental or not just go get yourselves taken care of and always just remember to put your family first don't worry about the money it'll come later wash your hands wash your butt that's it that was an edition of Mailbag Monday. If you got any questions for us, you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. That's Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com, all one word. Uh, send them, uh, DM us at Borders Packers on our Twitter, Facebook Packers Without Borders, Instagram Packers Without Borders, YouTube Packers Without Borders, and take a look at T Public. We got a whole bunch of Green Bay Packers. Packers Without Borders merchandise. That's about to go on to a new platform that we're announcing. So take advantage of, of what you get there. But we'll continue having mugs and all the additional stuff. But the t-shirts, hats, those types of things are going to another website. Please don't forget to go to patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders and donate us a little bit of money, whether it's a buck a month, whatever it takes, whatever you guys can afford. I know that inflation and times are hard, but we would really appreciate a little bit of dough our way to help us keep keep this thing going. Just really appreciate everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. Go Pack Go. 
This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego.